Everybody, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Is This, this What, what you, you Want with Matt and Julia. Imagine we had different names this time. I am now Marsupial. Marsupial and Humps. My <laughs> name. That's not a bad cartoon idea. Marsupial and Humps. Wait, what's a marsupial again? It's something with a, a marsupial pu- is like a like a platypus. Wait, no, no. What is it? I think it's uh, like a kangaroo. I think it's something with a pocket. Marsupial. So a kangaroo and a camel, uh, detective pair. Yeah. Nah, detective pair has been done too many times. Oh my times. god, so many detectives. Wait, so marsupial, marsupials are any member of the, the mammalian infra class marsupial. Oh Jesus Christ! In layman's terms, please. Yes. Oh, stuff that are carried in a pouch. 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 And There's I hope no we're carried around in your pouch in this podcast. Wow. Yes. That's how. You, that's the sound of a, a person getting back on track. Uh, we, if I uh, had, we if we had production, there'd be a screeching track change noise. And then it would explode. <laughs> that's wait, marsupial and humps. Okay, so like marsupial a, a, and a, humps. Ca- a kangaroo and a and a, a whale. Oh, I was thinking camel. Oh yeah, that'd be easier for them to pair up. <laughs> It'd be harder for a kangaroo to pair up with a whale, but I mean... Well, the kangaroo could learn how to like scuba dive. Yeah, it also would hang out in his mouth. That's where the office is, in the in mouth. In the whale's mouth? This actually isn't a terrible Or the idea. whale would hang out in the pouch. Well, I mean, how big is this whale? How big whale? is the kangaroo? You know how big is the kangaroo? How big is the whale? A question that we're asking all ourselves. A tiny whale who hangs out in a big kangaroo's pouch I and like it's filled it. with water. I think what you're witnessing right now, uh, listener, is two people that are still severely jet lagged from their trip to Thailand. I don't know. I think it's one person who is geared up for pilot season, and I'm going <laughs> to sell up. This, I'm going to sell up this pilot. Ready to sell. I don't even know what selling a show looks like or feels like. It, there's a, is Listen, there a handshake? If is the industry there paper? is listening, I know. Don't worry. Wink. No, none of us know. Shh. Selling a show. You're supposed to fake it, man. Fake it till you make it? Listen. I don't think you can fake selling a show. Yes, you can. You get in there and you start saying, who wants to buy it? Who wants to buy it? I hear $5 here. <laughs> you just burst into Fox Studios. Hey, we got a show over here. Mazupi will have to say, we got $5. We got $5 for the show. And then until you get kicked out. And then you're like, I just sold a show for $7. I'm just going to start posting that I've sold shows. Nobody's going to fact check this stuff. Everybody's so full of bullshitting up their own asses. I have seen so many people post, because uh, we're friends with a lot of comedians and industry types on social media. Bragging. And a lot of people being like, just sold a show. I sold a script. And then you just, you're like, I never followed up. Could be fake. Who knows? Everybody's selling everything. Everyone's and I think we're everything. not selling ourselves as much as we could be because we are very, especially me, I'm, I'm very like, no, this is actually what's happening. And I'm never going to like, boast more than actually what's happening yes i'm not good at uh upping myself also i just don't want to bother anybody <laughs> i know which i think is 90 to 95 percent of being successful in show business is willing to bother people bothering but people but like the right amount and hanging out strategically and just being there and being sexy but not too sexy and being available but not too available Ugh. and then showing your vagina at just the right time. <laughs> I've shown my vagina to so many people and things in this town. Oh, yeah. It has to be the right moment. The moon has yeah. to be just right. 
That's it'd be really funny if you showed your vagina right after you sold a show. <laughs> that was after the handshake. You just went, oh, unless the show the- was called like my naked pussy. Yeah. And then <laughs> and they they're like, like, we got there it, it is <laughs> the season finale of my naked pussy. <laughs> it's an actual naked pussy. Um, thank you for joining us. And I guess. hope to God you're still here. Are you still there after all of <laughs> whatever just happened? Um, we went on a short hiatus cause we were supposed to do one last episode of the year. Yes, we were. And but we just did not. It was the not. holidays. It was it the was, holidays. It was Christmas. It was Hanukkah. We would have had to have recorded on like Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. And I'll tell you what. No. No. No one wants to record a podcast on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. And we were hungover as all hell. And we yes. were gearing up for this goddamn trip of a lifetime. Gearing up big time. And we went to Thailand. We remember? went to Thailand. Remember we went to Thailand? Remember when we talked about that? And then and now we're back and, and we did it? Yeah, we're alive, somewhat healthy. I think you're more healthy than I am. Yeah, you have a weird, gross phlegm cough. I got a phlegm cough. And we didn't hear about this coronavirus until we got off the plane. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyone hear me, hearing me cough on the plane... If they knew about it, it probably sounded concerning. But also, everybody was hacking on the plane. Every It was the coffiest plane I've ever been on. There was one guy that coughed. Once the landing gear was up, it's almost like he was allergic to being in the air. Mm-hmm. Like, he was like, <laughs> like, for like an hour. It was insane. Between the coughing, the kids screaming, and the man in front of me watching Bollywood movies so loudly. Very loud. That, like... Even with his headphones, it was yeah. like the whole plane was watching. Every plane should have like a cough, uh, cough station, pol- cough police, or a cough station, like because they have air marshals for like you know terrorism yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But like a person just with like cough drops and you know wet wipes. I was gonna say just like a section where all the coffee people go. Yes, you can go cough, but also, then people probably try to smoke there. Planes are big enough. Let j- there needs to be an air, like a hangout area. Yes, I was thinking a that. lounge. There needs to be a lounge, and everybody. It, like on long flights, like the flight has to be, I'd say, over seven hours. We were on a sixteen plus hour flight. It was sixteen hours and forty five. No minutes. lounge. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Like, and everybody gets an allotted. You get you get an hour in the lounge. That's it, because you can't. It's not like everybody can go to the lounge all the time, because then the plane will tip. You know what I mean? I so don't know maybe, if it would tip. Well, well if I think you're thinking of a boat. First, <laughs> no planes. When sometimes when you're like, "Hey, can I switch seats?" and they're like, "No, it'll throw off the balance of the plane." What? I've never heard of this in my life. Yes, are you crazy? You can't have if say the lounges in the back or the front. You can't have everybody in the back of the plane. Well, that's why you have multiple lounges. Well, how big do you think this plane is? Ho? Got to be bigger. <laughs> ho. <laughs> I demand bigger planes, planes, that's and a, bigger we, lounges. This has to be reasonable. When we bring this to the people, it has to be something that can feasibly happen. How do we bring this to the people? It'll happen. Are we bringing it right now? We'll sell it. We'll Some sell this are. idea. Okay. Lounge plane. Marsupial and humps <laughs> star in plane lounge. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, just somewhere you can go up, stretch your legs, chat to a few people. Have a, not feel like you're confined to your little fart seat. Yes. You know? Or if plane seats were like a tube in the ground of the plane that you could just kind of like stand in. Like it was like, you know, those oh, like those single bathtubs that they're like in the floor yeah, yeah, and you yeah. just stand in it and soak like a psychopath. 
Like there should be like a little shoot that you're just like, I just want to be straight up, standing up. And then you just go to your little, I'm fiddling with this. Yeah, uh, you're literally um, flicking an elastic band. I'm flicking like an elastic a band. Thinking uh, that that's I got okay. fidgets. I got, a, I got a case of the fidgets. We all have a case of the fidgets. And coronavirus, <laughs> which some people think I have. Nobody has coronavirus. Also, it's very sad. Um, it's terrible. All, but all your, it is. Here's All your jokes about a Lyme and the virus are very oh, witty, Oh, every way. corona joke I've laughed heartily at. They're all the best and very topical. They're still coming. Like on Facebook today, I saw, I've seen some like I'm Corona line jokes. It's like, it's how out of touch are you? You don't think it's been done? Mm-mm. Once here's my experience as a, uh, someone who studies comedy, um, a, co- a comedy sewer, comedy sewer. I put com- laughs in a, uh, a glass and I swirl it and smell it. And then I go, mm, uh, not good. <laughs> Because once you do comedy for a while, you think everything's terrible. But once something happens news-wise, within the first seven minutes, every joke about it's been done. Maybe even sooner. Yeah. Maybe oh, four for minutes. for sure sooner. I'd say 30 seconds. Yeah. Some guy in fucking... Where? Sheboygan. Is Sheboygan? that a place? Sheboygan? Sheboygan? Sheboygan. I think it is. Sheboygan. 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 Some Wait, boy in Sheboygan boy? is already tweeting about okay. a Corona Lime situation. And uh, and it's done. Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Yeah, Sheboygan. Right next to Kohler, we know of uh, Rebecca Kohler. We do. I wonder if she knows about this place. <laughs> is that where Wisconsin is? Oh shit, that's pretty much Canada. Yeah. Right on Lake Michigan, right there. I'll tell you, I don't. Does is there people out there that know everything about a map? <laughs> <laughs> is there a people out there who knows everything about a map? Sometimes I look a place up. Like when we were researching Thailand, I was like, I'll be honest. It's one of those countries where you're just like, I don't know. It's over there. You know what I mean? Like it's like. I guess. But maybe if you peeled your dumb eyes open before we went on this trip, you want to learn a few things. That's I just told you before this trip, I looked up Thailand. No, but there was a lot of places that you're like, oh, I didn't know that until we got here. Yeah, because I like to be surprised. Sometimes that's how Isn't some that people nice travel. Isn't nice to be surprised? Yeah. And not have to do any of the planning. Anyway, it was a great trip. It was. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see Matt bug his eyes out. Until it was a bug. It was a head. bug and roll. <laughs> It was a r- bug and roll. I call it, I call it the uh, dung beetle. <laughs> when you bug and roll your eyes. See, now that's funny. I think we saw a dung beetle on our trip, didn't we? We saw some weird beetles. Yeah, in Thailand, um, you can't uh, flush toilet paper down the toilet. So when you poo, there's a beetle in the toilet and it rolls up your shit and gives it to you. His arms are up and he goes, God, come on, come on, come on. And then it lands needs. in his arms. He catches it like a tennis ball. And then he goes, ah, I'm going home. <laughs> and then Bad he rolls it away. Um, I think our brains are broken because uh, this is literally the funniest stuff I've ever talked this about. This is the funniest and, podcast um, we've ever had. We should be jet lagged for every <laughs> single. This should be the, the theme of the podcast. We just fuck off for 16 hours, get jet lagged, come back, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then just talk, ramble. I am tired already. It's 1.34 p.m. Our first day when we landed back from Thailand, we both pretty much fell asleep sitting up at like at 7, 7 p.m. It was, uh, I've never experienced this in my life. I don't know if you, the listener, have experienced jet lag. Tweet us and let us know your jet lag story. Um, but it's, I thought like traveling from Toronto to Los Angeles, so there's like a three hour difference. I was mm-hmm. like, that's a bit of jet lag. That's a little bit. You know what uh, people have always said? They're like, sometimes I'm like, oh, it's only three hours, but like, 
I still feel jet lagged. People are like, oh my God. Sometimes when it's a shorter amount, it's even worse. That's I'm like, you're, you're right. It is even worse. And then now this 15 hour time difference, I'm like, I'm in Narnia. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, know where I am or what's happening. Well, I don't, didn't know. I don't know most of my name. I don't know how to spell. I can't count past 11. Also um, one night, I honestly thought that uh, the jet lag was done. And this was maybe like three days after we landed. Cause I yeah. kind of felt, I'm like, oh, my body's back on track. Went, I finally stayed up late enough and woke up at a normal time instead of like 3 a.m. Um, and then I, I was like, ah, oh, I want to, I want to like start writing and be more creative, but I, I felt like a bit of writer's block. So I got this, oh, oh some, so I got some weed. Oh shit. Weed. Oh shit. And I went to the weed store. Also, yeah. Side, I have never purchased weed myself. Legal and, weed? and that's not to say that I haven't paid for it. I've, people have bought weed and then I've, 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 I've bought it from them, but I've never in the flesh gone to a weed place in the flesh and bought it. Sounds like you showed up nude, <laughs> nude to I'm the here weed for store. The weed, please. Get this woman some weed and get her out of here with her nude flesh body. My flesh tits. Um, my flesh would like weed, but I went in there and like the coolest bud tender was, she was like so pretty and she had like they're always the coolest. They're always the prettiest and the coolest. And I was like, why are you so pretty? It's making me uncomfortable. Um, and she had this like, uh, like uh, you know when they people have like a little like gem on their tooth? Yeah. Do they put that on the morning of or does it kind of hang out there know. for a while? I don't know if it's like permanent or what. And normally you I'd be like, that's so it. tacky. But yeah. on her, I was like, you're perfect. Huh. And she's like, what can I get you? And I'm like, I don't know. I want, I want, I want something that makes me creative. And, can, and she's like, do you want like flour or like a pre-roll? Or like, I'm like, um... I don't know how to fucking roll a joint. Yeah. What am I a? What Snoop. am I a magician? <laughs> Snoop magician. What am I, Snoop Dogg the magician? He has his own roller that tours around with him. He like has a guy. He has a weed roller man. He does. What? Yeah, that's like a job. I remember no. years ago he was like looking for a new one, and there was like a process. I'm like, that. Well, that's an easy reality show right there. Roll a joint for Snoop. What? This is my. But this is. I think most like rap groups duos beyond i think they have weed guys that just roll their joints and get their get you their weed ready be able to roll their own and they'd be good at it if i am that rich and famous i ain't rolling my own shit i don't even roll my own shit now well i don't roll my own shit now because that's w- exactly what i did i'm like i would like a pre-roll and this one weed was called create i'm like well uh, it says create right on it it's yeah. got to make me create and be creative was it spelled create like the word or was it cr8 the number eight Oh no! It was spelled create. Okay, that means it's no. I wouldn't have bought create. No, (laughs) gross. But anyway, uh, literally had a little hoot during the day. I'm like, what time? What what time was it? It was mm, maybe two p.m. Okay, yeah, that's definitely during the day. Yeah, a little too, which I never do, but I'm like, well, I gotta create. Because you always hear about people. There's always, especially when you're like at comedy shows. There's always comics being like, I was so high today. I just spent all day just being high. It's like, well, you got high and then you went to a show. I like, how does that happen? Also, I was reading reviews about this create weed, and one guy was like, (laughs) (laughs) you're the only person doing that. Here's the thing. Reviews, we'll, we'll come back to reviews in a bit, but reviews are all over the place and I they are not to be trusted anymore. Yes. Even though I put so much of my faith into reviews. But this made Love me reviews. like just be like, wh- who is reviewing this at first? And then when, and the reviews are like amazing. As one guy's like, I love it. Like I was able to like finish my novel on this weed. I'm like, is this novel about sleeping and bullshit? Because this literally smoked the weed and then I, and then Matt came home. Smoke some of the weed. Yeah. 
and and then we watched a because you were bit like of- I don't know if it's strong and I was like let me try yeah. it because at I- first I thought it was a sativa yeah turns out it's not oh my god and then we <laughs> after after that we watched the circle on Netflix which if you haven't watched uh, it's the stupidest but the best but it's definitely something to stare at it's the perfect jet lag show first of all because oh, yeah. we've been so mind dead mind dead we and then we dead. got extra mind dead on this weed and we just sat there and stared at it and enjoyed ourselves yeah but then we were like because it felt like nighttime too because of our body clocks and we're like we'll have a little glass of wine let me tell you, 5 p.m. rolls around. We're yeah. like, all right, we got to have a little nap. I, I, was like, I was like nodding off. I was like bobbing for apples on the, on the couch. So like, we go to bed at 5 p.m. We have a 40-minute nap. We wake up at 5.40. We both, I have never felt that way waking up. I've never felt like that in my entire life. And then we tried to force our eyes awake for 20 minutes. And then we went back to bed yeah. at 6 p.m. And then I slept until 8 a.m. the next day. Yes. Uh, well, I like... I got up at uh, midnight because I heard the neighbors above us. It was Saturday night, first of all. And I heard the neighbors above us. And I was like, what are they doing at this time of night? And I was like, oh, they're probably like getting ready to go out. <laughs> or they're just getting I home know. or like something. And I was wide awake. And then I took a gravel, which for any Americans are Dramamine. Uh, has a little bit of sleepiness in it. And then also I slept until like seven, almost eight. Ugh. It was nuts. It's just been a fucked up week. I felt everybody tells you how fucked up you're going to feel. And you're like, no, because on the way there, the jet lag wasn't that bad. No, it wasn't too bad. I don't, I don't know why. I don't know why that is. No, but we also kind of, there's um an app. What's that? What's it's called time shifter. Yeah. And this isn't an ad for the app or anything. Um, no, it's and on all, the way, you said it and it's on a public thing. You just made it, you made an ad. I know, but it's not, you know, when, when like actual influencers, get something they have to put like hashtag ad or ah, whatever this is not hashtag ad this is not hashtag ad i'm not getting money what's opposite from of hashtag minus sign semicolon um <laughs> what, are, what are some of those other weird asterisks ampersand and ampersand ampersand would be the anti-hashtag because it's like you know what i mean but it's all curled up <laughs> it's all <laughs> curled up what the fuck am I talking about? We were talking about jet lag oh and then the app. That oh, the app. We used. Time shifter. And on the way there, because it tells you like when to sleep, when to get light, when to avoid light, yada, yada, yada. And on the way there, we actually followed it kind of well, is, is well to our abilities. I thought we did great. And, and we felt great. But on the way back, some of it, it just, it just wasn't feasible. Like, it didn't make sense. At one point, it's like, all right, take a melatonin and sleep for the next 10 hours. I'm like, I'm on a plane. I can't sleep. I can't just be like, okay, sleeping on this upright fart box. Like, yeah. it's not going to happen. Yeah, it was like literally like, okay, now it's time to sleep. Yeah, over 10 hours on a plane. It's like no one's ever done that in the history of planes. Like, and there doesn't... was times where it was like 2 p.m. It was like, all right, it's 2 p.m. Avoid light and get some rest. I'm like, I don't yeah. know what's Crawl happening. into a crypt, you vampire, and don't touch a coffee. So that didn't work. But, but t- I mean, maybe if we did follow, we wouldn't feel like this, you know? But it's impossible, man. You got to live your life and go We're through it. We're trying to live our lives. but It's been, yeah, it's been yeah, one it's been week. Almost one week. Oh my week gosh, yeah. Since we got back from Thailand. No, it's been a full week because it's 142 and we landed at like 120. Wow. So we have three more days of being fucked up on jet lag, apparently. Because I think it's, I think I calculated it out to 10 10 to 12 days because we, we crossed over 10 to 12 time zones. It's supposed to be one time zone per day. Don't you feel like a time traveler? <sighs> a little bit because when we traveled to Thailand, it was the next day. Mm-hmm. 
It's tomorrow over there. So we celebrated. We, we were there for New Year's Eve, and we celebrated New Year's before. We were in the New Year before. Which was uh, crazy. Posting on social media, just being like, "Happy New Year, everybody!" And it's like fifteen hours, in ten a.m. the <sighs> day before. Yeah, it was very, very weird. Yeah, that was the most. When we landed in that, I was like giddy. I was like, "This is neat." I know. It's like you. You read about it and you hear about it for your whole life. But when you actually experience like traveling into another day, you're like, this yeah. is worth the money. And I think on the way there, we were just running off of like sheer adrenaline because you're in a new place. It's exciting. Yeah. And well, then you're just back pure adrenaline when we landed because we got to Thailand and we're like, OK, we're probably going to get SIM cards immediately. We'll get be able to get data. We'll get our money changed over. First of all, we're like, fuck the ATMs. How does this work? Oh, God, we have no signal. Yeah. Oh, my God, also, where are the cabs? it was 6 a.m. when we landed. It was nothing, 6 a.m. Nothing, nothing was, was open. open. So we took a cab. Cab driver had no idea. I was trying to get my Google Translate to work. Didn't work. Ended up getting out at the wrong hotel. Ended Found up getting a in a tuk-tuk, which people were like, don't use tuk-tuks because they're like, if you don't know, they're like these three-wheeled. But people say use them. I read everywhere. They're like, don't use tuk-tuks. They rip you off. We get on a tuk-tuk. It's the greatest ride ever. It was the nicest. But they, they'll rip you off because unless you negotiate a price first. You got to get it first. Did. Yeah. And we did. And he took us to our place. And the tuk-tuk drivers are the best because like you, I showed him the map and then he just kept repeating the place to himself until he's like, yeah, okay. it was like a weird... He convinced himself. He convinced himself that he yeah. knew it, and I was like, fuck, where are we going now? And then it was perfect. Yeah. I loved it. It was great. That was a, a fun... I mean, it was pretty scary at first, because you're all fucked up from the plane. You're like, I don't know what's going on. It was like... it was a Well, especially because when we got in the cab, I was like, hi, how much is it going to be? And he kept saying the meter, which I heard you're not supposed to let them do the meter, because it'll just take you on a wild goose chase. Yeah. And then I showed him on the map, and I told him the place. I'm like, do you know where this is? And he said... He just kind of grunted and then just started driving. And we're like, can you, yeah. can you stop? And then we he felt, like, I felt stop. like kidnapped. I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I, like, I felt like I was <laughs> trapped in this man's. And then he seemed scared. And then we were like yelling. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to be that tourist. We were like, yelling, yells. but we were like, I just, I, I don't know. Understand. We were just like freaked out. And then, but we, we, we made it. We got, we got there. We got to our hotel. <sighs> the rest of the trip, it's like, first of all, you're not learning any of the Thai language. I don't know if you've, if you, the listener, have ever heard the Thai language. It's. It's so complicated. And the dialects, like, are they can be so similar, but mean something so different. Yeah. And I guess that's like the English language, if you're learning it for the first time, is also equally as fucking crazy. Oh, English is a nightmare. But we basically, like, somebody asked me, they're like, well, how much Thai do you know now? I'm like, well, hello and thank you. And even so at that, what? it's... So women at the end of things will say, like, ka... And then and and men will say it's like K R U P, but it's more like cup. 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 Swati cup. And then and then Swati Kra, isn't it? No, it's like Wow, I already forget. No, it's it's it looks like Swati Krup, like K R U P, but it's but everybody says to say more like cup. Yes. Swati cup. And cup cup kung And then and then cup kun ka. ka. But then sometimes people would just be like, yeah, they would use like slang, and then it's it's very interesting. But but nice. it it was also a really interesting part about like barely anybody spoke English, but English was still the binding language for like you'd see like Russian. Whoopsie, we're back. Um, so wait, what did we miss? What we were you? talking about the uh, the Thai language, and then the card on the uh, recorder got full. Right. So yeah, the English English the English language. <laughs> oh my god, the Engl- English language was like the binder. So you'd have like a person who speaks predominantly Russian. Did I say this already? Go for it. Speaking 
to a person who speaks speaks, predom- speaks yep. predominantly Thai, and then English, 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 English would be the binding language. Yes. Wow. I um, uh, I'm drinking tea right now. I'm not. What kind uh, of tea is this? Echinacea. Yeah, it's like an echinacea something. Mint. I, am I tasting lemongrass in there? Or is it just that that's the number one flavor that Thailand kind of ruined for me? Lemongrass is in everything, and I can't not taste it. There's no lemongrass in here. Okay, I'll, that's all I'm tasting. I don't know. Like, I'm because there was some really good tea sometimes because they would boil like galangal, which is like ginger and sweet what was basil? that? And panda leaf and sweet yeah. basil and honey and, and lemongrass. And it would be like literally the most delicious, nourishing tea. There was one day we took a cooking class at like an organic farm outside of town and it was like a two hour ride. It was like, like, it was like an route. hour bus ride. It was long and it was our first real day there mm-hmm. and I get car sick so easily. And also I'm like trying to get used to Thailand toilets and everything. We get to this market and I'm so sick. Because also let's, um, the night before, which was the because we landed at 6 a.m. We had a full day in Thailand. We went to like a night market that night. We oh, ate that's right. weird meat on a stick. Yeah. And w- that morning we had breakfast at this weird hotel we were staying at, which was like you could get eggs. You could get like red curry. You could get everything. Yeah, so I had a bunch of curry for breakfast. We, like an idiot. We had both eaten things. And then Matt at this market, you barfed, right? Oh, I barfed big time. She was like, take our tour guide was taking us around. She was showing us like all the market. And it was cool. I was like, this is so interesting. And I'm like, I feel so sick. And then we walked by like a bunch of dried out bugs, like crickets oh and cockroaches God. and stuff. And then at one point, because um, she was showing us just like all these different kinds of tofu. And then someone pointed out, they're like, they're like, oh, is that tofu too? She's like, no, that's like. It was like congealed pig's blood or something. Yeah, it was basically it was chicken just blood chicken or something. Blood. Yeah, it was like a bag of chicken blood. But, and it, was, I went, but it was hard. It was yeah. like a hard ball of chicken blood. And she like jiggled it and I went, check please. And then I went to the bathroom, barfed a whole bunch. Um, guy then, taking a dump in the oh stall beside God. me. I could tell he was laughing at me. Um, and, but after that, like we got in and went to the farm. And then what, honestly, I was like, I won't be able to eat anything that we cook. I'm so, I'm such a fucking disaster right now. I'm just going to cook and then go barf in the bushes. That tea that she made, it was like sweet basil, ginger, like, I don't know, honey, something cured me immediately. It was so good. I need to find out what that is. There was so much food in Thailand where I was like, I would eat it and I'm like, I feel amazing. I can't tell if it's just the lack of antibiotics or preservatives or something. But like so the chicken tasted good. Some foods are not good. But then there but. was other foods that um, destroyed us. Yeah. But there was a noticeable amount of foods where I'm like, is this because there's no extra grossness yeah. in it? Is this why I, I feel honestly good? think the chicken is just better. Did I, you get this though? I still have it right now. Such a craving for McDonald's and I don't know why. Honestly, um, uh, Liza Traeger, am I saying that right? Yeah. She posted about... She's a comedian. She's a comedian. She posted about um, the breakfast burritos from McDonald's. Yeah. And I can't get them out of my mind. I loved she those posts, things. She's like, she's like, they're underrated and they're so good. I'm like, they are underrated. Because I used to be like, fuck that. Because I'd always get the McMuffin thing. Yeah. And then Diana Love. Um, another comedian another from Toronto. Another comedian from Toronto. Writer. Um, one of my best friends. She was obsessed with them. And I was like, fine, I'll try yeah. them. And... Oh, they're good stuff because the salsa at McDonald's is surprisingly good mm-hmm. too. But that's the thing. I'm like, I'm eating all this beautiful exotic food, but my stupid North American stomach is like, but, but where's the garbage? Yeah. You put the old garbage in put it. Get the, the rotten Ronnie's in you. 
And also, it didn't help that in Chiang Mai, um, by the Night Bazaar, which we were, which is in the old city, and we'd walk kind of through that area almost every night sort of thing, there was a giant McDonald's there. And it, I was, know. it was so big, and those arches would just glow. From, I know. But we didn't. We never went to we Starbucks. Never we went, never went to McDonald's. We never went. I couldn't. How are you traveling you? all the way there and then going to like some fast food that you can get? over here <laughs> also side note um if you're going to starbucks in thailand you're an idiot because the coffee we had in thailand some was of the best some of the best coffee i have ever had in my life and they have thai iced coffee which is condensed milk yeah and like espresso or cold brew um and sometimes there's some like cardamom in it and like i've been looking up recipes online i'm like is this what went into them because sometimes i don't even know what i was ordering i was just sort of like pointing to things sometimes you just say coffee you say iced coffee and then you're like what the fuck is this yeah this is not just any regular iced coffee but then it's- we i kept once i had like actual thai iced coffee i felt like when we were on the islands and the gulf islands I would ask for that and it would just, it would just be regular iced coffee. And I'm like, do you have Thai iced coffee? And they're like, no. That's because they're out in the islands, man. They're out in the middle of nowhere. But I feel like it's been, there are so many white, stupid tourists that they've sort of, they're like, okay, well this is, they've catered to that. At any point in the trip, did you feel like we should, because of who we are, comedians, whatever, should be influencers, should we be like, because I kept thinking about like these travel YouTube couples that are like, and we even, we even like met one we went to this elephant reserve and oh, yeah. she, she doesn't even have that many followers, but she's like, has this Instagram account. She was just there by herself and mm-hmm. she was like setting up tripods, filming, doing like selfie videos and stuff like that. Yeah. Cause like creating content and me and Julia were just like looking at her. We're like, Oh my God, the confidence to it do just, this. I mean, I mean, I didn't find it super obnoxious with her. She was kind of just, doing her own thing and whatever, but I would feel obnoxious doing it. I would hate to, I don't even take selfies in public. Like Mm -hmm. if I have to take a selfie or you take a selfie video, I'm in my car or I'm like under a sheet in an alley. And also for us, I think this trip was, I very much wanted to step away from, I'm like, we're always like, I have to create and have to be on and blah, blah, blah. But I, but in a way though, because Usually my stories are fucking boring as all hell. I'm the first Instagram stories. My Instagram stories. I'm like, because I don't really care. I don't really do a lot with them. But my stories for this trip, everybody was like, I am living for your stories. I need this. And you should be an influencer. This is great. I love this. And I was like, oh my God. God. When you get like a taste of that, you're like, maybe I will be. Maybe I can influence people. Because people are like, your stories are hilarious. I love these. This is so funny. Blah, blah, blah. What a weird weird term to be an influencer. Yeah. You influence people. To do what? Like to... To trout to do what I'm doing, like that's. But I guess, and it comes back down to the circle, um, this which is like a social media game, which yeah. a lot of the players on Netflix. On Netflix, we were talking about earlier. Um, a lot of the players were like, I'm. They chose to be like their honest selves and whatever, and I know that social media is so fake so much, but I do. There's something to be said about being your true, authentic self or whatever the fuck that means. But when you're actually passionate about something. And putting something that because you want to put it up and because it's fun to you, then people respond to that. So like this, I wasn't like trying to be funny with this trip or whatever. It just came out. You're just doing it. I was just doing it. And same with Splitsmas. I I will say a lot of people were messaging me. They're like, have fun on your trip, loving your trip, but 
what the fuck happened to Splits Miss? And what uh, did happen to Splits Miss? I hurt myself. That's what happened to yeah, Splits Miss. Yeah, I remember Miss. that. I was just—I yeah, I okay. mean, I knew the answer. I just wanted <laughs> you to project it out there. I hurt myself, and then I fucking went on vacation. I'm not doing the damn splits in Thailand. You did try very hard, though. I, I witnessed your split. I'm gonna continue missing. it. I'm gonna yeah. continue it. Uh, I finally went back to yoga yesterday for the first time, and I don't know what I did. I, I just hurt myself very easily. Yeah. So I'm gonna ease back into it this time, and, and instead of trying to do the splits in a month, which I now realize is not really doable unless you already have a great amount of flexibility, which I do not. What's a, de- a distant enough holiday that you can make a fun hmm. split? Uh, De- not Valentine's Day. That's Valen- so soon. Splittentine's Day. Mm, maybe. Is Mother's there anything in like April or? Splitter's Day. <laughs> you know what? May 24th is our, will be 10 years that we've been together. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> This <laughs> is disgusting. Yo, loving your spouse. Are you gonna, am gross. I going to wake up and you're going to be like, happy anniversary and do the splits right on my face? Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm going to have to eat your butt. Ew, Matt. <laughs> Everyone's eating ass these days. What a creative way to do it, though. Yeah. Just force my Happy split anniversary. Splits. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I feel like that's far enough away. So yep. splits. May 2-4. Splits anniversary. Splitiversary. That's fun. Splitter Mary Splitiversary. You don't have Mary to say Mary. Splitter- <laughs> Happy Splitiversary. Splitiversary. Doesn't that does that mean I do the splits and then we split up? Yes. <laughs> you do the splits and then I f- hand you the divorce papers. <laughs> no, I hand you because now I'm a splits gal. And everybody wants to get No, but in that's there. my version of the splits. No. <laughs> and I don't have to do any splits. I do the splits and then I split from you. No. Yes. Banana splits. Let's get banana splits that day too. After you do the splits. Okay, fine. In, instead of divorce, we'll get banana splits. Nice. <laughs> that is a good trade. Oh my God, I love that. Mark it in the calendar. Let me mark it down for you. Okay. It's a this Sunday too. The Lord's Day. The Lord's Day. You're going to be splitting, splitting on, on your Lord's face. Day. <laughs> <laughs> on the Lord's Day. Um, um, May 2, 4. What do we say? Split. Happy Splitiversary. Oh, I just put the word SPI. Splitiversary. Happy Split. Spit in your butt. Anniversary, isn't that fun? Split anniversary. That word looks insane. Anniversary, yeah, because it's ain't no word. It ain't no word. Ain't no word. We ain't no Shakespeare. But yeah, we didn't need to do any like that. Was a nice month off of everything. Like, and, and I think we talked about this before. Yeah. Um, about being like not wanting to get in the way of of people who lived in Thailand and the locals and whatever, and just always have a camera out. Yeah. I can't enjoy it. I don't want to piss people off. And also there was, we had a tour guide uh, in Bangkok that took us out to like the floating market and everything. Oh, yeah. And she was like, buy something at these markets because so many tourists come up and they, you know, they just take all these pictures and they just walk away. Yeah. There was one, um, it's uh, the train market in um, just like an hour outside of Bangkok. You've probably seen it on like shows where like there's a market right next to the tracks. And when mm-hmm. the train comes, they have to tuck all their stuff in. Yeah. So I guess with uh, like back in the day when the train would come through, um, there would be these vendors and then the vendors would, the train would stop for a second and the vendors would come in and people would literally be buying stuff off the train. So like food or whatever. And then they'd go on their merry way. But now it's more of just a, a photo op, I guess. I think so. The train comes through and there's people who she was explaining it. There's people who have their vendor stalls who have to like pay for those, but then there's the people who can't afford them. And those are the ones who are like literally on the tracks and then have to like recline all their stuff. Yeah. 
all their stuffs. All their stuffs, <laughs> their food stuffs. So there's just a bunch of, you know, like slack jawed tourists oh, just taking pictures when it happens and they're standing at people's little vendor stalls hiding out hiding out and then they just leave and so she's she bought she would buy stuff she would she was great because she would always support the grannies yeah 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 she called old women grannies and then old men uncles yeah grannies and uncles grannies and uncles and she's like i like to support the grannies and then because all these tourists are standing in this poor granny's little shop not buying anything and then she bought like a ball cap from her and then she's like see granny's happy now so there was times where we would buy things and I was like, oh, I feel like I got ripped off a little bit or whatever. But I'm like, you know what? At the end of the day, this is still so much cheaper than what I would buy in America. Oh, yeah. And I'm supporting like these people have nothing. That's their economy is tourism. You got to realize they're like any money that you're giving anyone like mm-hmm. that's their main income this yeah. country. So. It was uh, it was quite an enriching experience. I know. There's so many things I want to talk about, but it was like it's there was just it was so much. And I, I actually just finished uh, writing. I was like, I'm going to write a blog about it, which I'm posting like through my food blog. Eat this and shut up. Yeah. And I started writing it. And oh, boy, it's long. So I'm literally. How many words do you think it is? Parts. I have no idea. It's too many. Too many words. Too many words. But I'm releasing my Chiang Mai blog uh, tomorrow, which. This blog's going to be, I mean, what the hell is this? A podcast. This <laughs> blog pod, this the, the blog verbal will be blog. out before the podcast is up. But, um, <clears throat> so yeah, where can they find it? Eat this and shut up. Yeah. You can find it. Um, eat this and shut up.com. Um, and I, I, I will post it on, um, on Twitter and, uh, so at Julia comedy on Twitter and I'll post it on my Facebook page, my Facebook fan page. At Julia Comedian on Facebook. And I'll post the blog. I'll just copy and paste what you wrote. And then in brackets above it, just put, and I was there too. No. <laughs> and then people are going to be like, wow, Matt, what a blog. And my blog is going to be called, I ate it and I'm quiet. Well, the, blog's, the, the blog itself is called Eat This and Shut Up. But the blog post is called Eating My Way Through Thailand or something, which is so lame. Maybe I'll change it. Maybe we should, let's brainstorm a different... Uh, What's Thailand, Thai eating, travel eating? Thai. Sucking on Thailand's teats. Sucking the sauce out. Ta- thai. Uh, Swati Ka. Thai it, tie it to my, tie my, tie my. Thai and one on. Oh, that's, e- that's an easy one. Hi, my Thai. I'm getting high in Thai. We I'm. Get- literally falling asleep i know we should probably th- we'll, we'll, wait we'll what's, oh, let's talk about trends for a friggin' second also i haven't said is this what you want this entire podcast that's I how think you i know. said it that's how you know something's wrong with me because usually yeah. i'm just drilling at home what is trending julia that we should probably be get a, a part of well here's something we should be a part of and uh we've been talking about this the whole point of this podcast is this what you want with this whole couples thing people are like you're a couple you're a comedy couple do stuff together yeah 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 i'm finding an influx of couples like making videos, making content. First of all, I'm noticing a lot more comedy couples. I'm not going to say we were the first one, but we were definitely the people that started it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're the first comedy couple ever. I've seen a lot on, on like Instagram and Twitter. There's a lot, a bunch of people and it's like the two, it's a, it's a couple and they're creating little sketch videos together. And they're cute. And there's they're never, cute there's never and two and they're uggos, funny. you know? And you know, two ugly people. Maybe nice. we need to be, we either need to get hotter or uglier. 
I don't know. I think we're gonna we're I don't know. We're gonna look the same for a while. I think. I'm, I mean, I'm getting uglier at a rapid rate. I feel no, like you're Thailand not. aged me. Oh my god, you're insane! Uh, you're insane! I'm insane! I'm insane! Also, uh, can uh, is Botox a trend? I don't know. Yeah. Can can, can we get a hashtag ad of Botox? Botox? Remember so Botox, Botox first came out? Like it's it, like. I just remember seeing news stories and they're like, people are injecting things into their faces. And now everybody's like, everybody gets Botox. Yeah, it's like something you just do casually in an afternoon. I swear, I swear there's dogs out there with Botox. You see some smooth dogs in LA? I guarantee it. I guarantee someone's pug was just a bit too wrinkly and they're like, you know what? Just a bit of Botox that helps with those migraines or something. Definitely has to be true. Um, I always wonder what it feel like because it would it feel like like you're like kind of swollen a bit like because it paralyzes the muscles right I thought it like put some juice under your skin to look at, make I think it look that's smoother fillers I don't know so I don't know if I would need Botox or fillers to smooth you don't that need either girl there was just some pictures in Thailand where I'm like oh maybe it was the lighting but I'm like buzz your girlfriend woof. buzz your no no great I have very like transparent skin I'm like um. You're fair-skinned. You're like allowed to be fair-skinned in this like world. Like a fresh roll. A fresh roll. Like a sweet roll? No, a fresh roll. Like that. Oh, like those like rice paper rolls. Yeah, I have thin skin like a fresh roll. Like you can see the the gooey innards yeah. in the right lighting. Steph Tolov described someone as having a fresh roll face once, <laughs> and I laughed forever. And when I think I fresh think roll, <laughs> I think... I think like a dessert. I, ca- I can't... I know what you're talking about. But when I think fresh roll, I think dessert for some reason. Not I sure want dessert. why... What day is it? Apparently, <laughs> is it's it dessert Tuesday. day? It's Tuesday. Oh yeah, so these trends of of couples making videos, and I wonder if it's uh, because pilot season is uh, among us. Pilot season in LA is when all like the shows, the new shows come out, and they start casting mm-hmm. people, and that's like the time to be in LA because you can audition for a show and you can make it. And you it's can not the crack same as it. what it used to be. Because I don't of even know streaming. And I was all even, that kind of stuff. I mean, let's be honest. I wasn't even around for the, and the old pilot season. People yeah. keep saying that they're like, it's not the same. I'm like, yeah, I know. Also, I was here for like a couple pilot seasons when I did have management and I like went out for like, w- I did a self tape for like one pilot. So. Yeah. Which is exciting. But <sighs> I'm a nobody. But um, I feel like managers, yeah, just just keep. They're like, you know what? To get yourself out there and get some tape, more tape out there, create little sketches, make some content, and they're just like blanket, like make something, just yeah, just, just talk on camera, which, which is why we're doing this podcast. <laughs> which I thought too, and I'm, I've had this video idea for a while where it was like, because agents and managers keep saying that, so it's like, why don't we just like green screen, make it look like we're doing movie scenes? Because like that's mm-hmm. all a reel is, is just like a short. We just write some like dramatic dialogue. You know, I, mm-hmm. I can green screen us into like a courtroom or something. Where did I read something there about that before, though? People are like, do not do this. We will know it's going to look shitty. Yeah, but who cares? Because it's just like they just want to see that you can act and you're not a psychopath. But I mean, you look like a psychopath if you're green screening yourself into a courtroom, I yeah. guess. But it's, it's going to be very obvious. But is that also thing. part of a, a demo reel is to see that you worked in the industry and you are able to. I think. Yeah. So if you're lying about it, about these, you know, things that you just these scenes you created yourself. Yeah. You're not lying, though. I can just say it's produced, directed, mm-hmm. written by Matt O'Brien as well. <laughs> like, yeah, because I guess like with uh, anything that you put up on like Actors Access, these are like these audition sites. You can technically just, you know, put up a, mo- a scene of you in your living room. And just put it up as such. You're not, yeah. you know, it doesn't have to be, if that's all you have and you're just starting out, 
then fine. But it better be fucking good because if it's just a shitty scene of you in your living room, then people are like, Ugh. I know. Every audition and every self-tape and every demo reel should just be the actor standing in front of a blank sheet just begging for money because that's basically yeah. what we're doing. And Please let me work. Please give me money. That's a nice thing about stand-up is if the right people see you, then instead of you know waiting through the shit, they're like, oh, maybe like I just like this person's energy and I want to put them in this. Yeah. And that's honestly the reason most of the stuff that we have booked has been because people have seen our stand-up and they just like us. That's right. Whatever. Yeah. But it's like a back door. Yeah. A back door that we've uh, worked at for 12 years and haven't gotten a lot from. It's a loose um, back door. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's, it's a hard back door to open. Yeah. But sometimes it's a creaky old screen door that anyone can just wander into. Well, everybody's wandering in this back door right now. I'll tell you this much yeah. because, and this is, this is something that's been, um, bugging, bothering you, bothering irritating me, and I you. I don't know. I, I don't know what to do about it and I don't know how to, navigate through this so I, I was listening to a, a podcast that audrey helps actors podcast which is very helpful yeah um and she had someone on who and it was about the whole like create your own content thing yeah and they're like well even when you do that and you're so good at it it's not all sunshine and rainbows like this one woman she had sold a lot of shows so a lot of, she was literally cbs like bought a show that she made a web series out of and she couldn't even get a fucking audition for it for her insane. own show. That's insane. And this, and she's like a working actor. She's done a bunch. Um, but then she said something that kind of like ruffled my feathers a bit weirdly, which, and, and I can't fault her for, but she's like, Oh yeah. And then I just started doing stand up. Like I took basically like a, a, a women's stand up course and yeah. like, Oh my God, it's opened so many doors for me, blah, blah, blah. And I find part of me is like, if I had stand started stand up later, I almost feel like I would be more successful because a lot of the people at like the laugh factory, whatever are byproducts of whatever course they took. So it's like, yeah, you get to, you get your foot in the door that way because you took this comedy class, which allows you to perform on the stage. And if you're good and you rise above the rest, yeah. then you, that's kind of your in. But and in that logic, because you're actually a professional comedian, what if you took one of these classes and just dominated and that would feel so weird though yes it would but only for you but as an onlooker people would be like who is this but like, like do i really have to pay 500 dollars for a course to perform for free at the fucking laugh i'd right? be very curious because if that's what you're seeing and you're seeing these people just getting through because you, you'd pay 500 bucks for an improv class you but know i what think I mean? it's also something about like the shiny newness of people like oh we haven't seen but this you're new we're new into town people been, don't know us mm, I'm not as shiny as you think. That's why I need Botox. Got to shine it up. Oh my God. Got to shine. I got to buff my face. Just wear a fake mustache and a trench coat and act like a new comic. And then when you finally get the opportunity, yeah, really you strip it right off. Now. You strip it's it off and you go. white male comic I've been a coat. professional. I didn't say male. Um, <laughs> a mustache. Yeah, I know. You're <laughs> just a woman with a mustache. You're like, I've been a professional this whole time, yeah. suckers. And then I'll get banned from everywhere always because I'm an actual psychopath. Imagine you performed with a bag on your head. You know the comic that was like the, the mysterious or the unknown comic back in the 80s? Oh, he yeah. performed with a bag on his head? Fuck. What if I just Mr. Bean did and put a full turkey on my head? That would be very, very good. What, or what would you my name be? Gobble Mrs. Gobble? Bean. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Bean. Mrs. Bean. Oh yeah, Mayor that's a, that's a that. sketch idea that I wanted to do for the longest time is Mr. Bean's wife just all, like always <laughs> getting a phone call of of just like, "Hello? He did what? 
No, I'll come get him. <laughs> His foot is stuck in what? Yeah. He's covered in what? Oh, Bean. Does he have a first name? Harold? Mr. 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 Harold Bean. Da-dee. Da-dee. I do like uh, Mr. Bean's wife. You're also going to film... Uh, I'm going to film a sketch about my dad, which I know dad. everybody's done like, this is my dad. It's popping, baby. That's trends. That is trends, but I'm going to do it in a different way. And uh, guess what? Everybody's dads are different. We all have yeah. dads. So we got plans. We're doing things. We're working yeah. on it. The wig's coming in. My dad wig's coming in today, Dad baby. wig's coming in today. Might even be at the door right now. We're going to go check. That Very is excited. Uh, that is a wrap on uh, this, our comeback jet lag special yes um thank you very much for liz also oh my god thank you very much to the people that are reviewing on itunes oh, yeah, that was so a nice. crazy surprise i just out of curiosity just looked i'm like i wonder if anyone's still listening and people are reviewing it and writing very very nice things i wish i had it pulled up in front of me so i could read them live on air maybe next episode i will yeah. um but in the meantime thank you very much and oh, uh, what's our instagram is is this what you want? Oh, I don't even know. <laughs> that was you. You set that up. Is this it? Is, is this what is oh, this? Frig. Oh, is this what you want? Podcast. Wow, that's a long one. Maybe we should try to shorten. No, that. is this what you want? That's people know. It's a, is this what you want? Podcast. Is this what you want? Yeah, podcast? is this what you want? Podcast on Instagram. Follow that. Uh, wow, 114 followers. It's uh, that's something. It's growing. So keep at it. Keep uh, subscribing. We're going to come back every single week. No more hiatus, baby. No We're back hiatus. in town. No and hiatus. if you want to come see us live, go to our respective websites, juliacomedy.com, matobriancomedy.com. Uh, We're going to be doing... on Instagram, Twitter, at juliacomedy. We're doing colleges and stuff, so we'll see you soon. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. Mr. Mrs.